The detail events of a mission that happened on or around 2005 February account for information taken by Service Members 1st Cavalry Division. At no time does the information violate the Department of Defense standing policy for publication either via newsletter, email, television, or literature publishing on validate websites. Names have been changed but events happen as mentioned below. It is hard to fathom but what mission produces three explosions in a single day. Sometimes I ask myself how is it possible that three bombs can go off in one day. This day wasn't like yesterday when I woke up and had breakfast as scheduled for routine inspection for the team's GPS and radio inspection. Mission briefs happen the night prior get all this action report funneled down to how much can we prep that night. The significant activities included reports that the adjacent town or some place that we're not supposed to go that's located on the map. Let's stop there for a moment. All reports are not created equally. My question is if the information in the report is not available, how would you react? Example, child run out in the middle of the street. Just think about it. So, with the town being in avoidance number one, we understood how to structure the convoy. But for this reason, we have no other choice. Explanation is below. This type of mission we normally have interpreter, just for the locals in the area. He rode with the platoon leader. Yeah, like I said before breakfast was a normal execution. Heavy equipment for oil runs. Oil runs consist of pipelines repairs. On other oil runs the teams provided details that no one listens to commands and the locals use grade school rules. You had to repeat yourself three to four times. This delays travel times under extreme situations. The liaison speaks to a translator who talks to the locals. The different information seemed muddled to slow the morning. Well, we ran into a problem with the translator doesn't translate the information correctly. For example, Lunch times they're different for every different race and tribe in Iraq. So culturally they could take different breaks at different times and you normally bring their food. So that was a problem. Also the method of eating involved a circle and they shared food which is normal. Lunch or breaks last from one to two hours. So all runs typically are the same run going to the same location which compromises and gives intel to our enemies. So forward think SFC Lockhart who was the platoon leader went of the plan for the mission in detail as he believes we would get contact in the area. Most of the time interpreters work for the palace we call the embassy or maybe it really was the embassy. The backstory on this is through social media and Netflix specials, but all the oil pipelines were damages by the locals that hate Americans. Their mission was to destroy pipelines in the Providence areas. The town can be seen from our position. Now immediately you can't determine friend of foe in Iraq, but if you ran into problems that will question your character in a minute, which makes it extremely hard to navigate. So we got our marching orders, so we stage with the lead truck navigates. Seconded truck heavy gun, third light guns, fourth interference device with heavy gun and last platoon leader heavy gun. As the platoon sergeant I rode in the interference device or ACA warlock which blocked the radio waves of any cellular device. The system works great at 50 yards but over 80 yards the signal weakens which then compromises the security of the team. Now to get down the road travel time was about an hour. Most local equipment conveys our stage outside of the compound. This allocates an additional 30 minutes. Once locked and cocked, we come up on our first of the main paved road. There off to the right of the convoy sits an abandoned stand for selling goods. Along with it is a blue car with the hood up. Standard operating procedure had my driver move to the left of the car. Just give it a wide berth. Also, my gunner comes down low enough to keep his head below the turret. 
Key factors for vehicle improvised explosive device are the lower it sits to the ground as an indicator, when it looks placed at an angle with smoked windows that is an indicator to avoid at all costs. Of course, the escort equipment was about 10 deep with an excavator in the convey which made the trip longer. Take note here in the turn events that happen next. Rolling to the stop the lead vehicle indicates 8-foot drops on either side of the trail we need to take. Briefing from night before clearly states don't not enter the city to the north. Platoon leader says to proceed until we reach the location. Again, my vehicle has a deterrent device. It has been active since the staging area. To make matter worse, water filled the drops on both sides of the trail. My antenna raised. One after another vehicle went along this snake-like path. My turn comes up to cross the path midway. I ask the driver to slow up because he is too close. Then it happens. An explosion that cleared a cater. First reaction to check the gunner he was not hit. Next to check communications. Radio goes dead in this type of explosion. So we had to reset the communication in VRC-47. It appeared operational along with GPS tracker. To link up with the team we had to find an alternate route and unfortunately the team moved toward the designated area. The platoon leader and sergeant sergeant were separated, so against my advice the platoon leader decide to go through the city. Midday through any city in Iraq is intense, to include we down three trucks, so we proceed to the city that our report indicated we should avoid. The platoon leader was in front, and I was the rear vehicle that positioned my gunner to secure a 180-degree turn toward the rear. Most of the vehicles spilt the road to allow us to pass, but overall, any indicators to watch for came up consistently. Engagement pull our senses to the edge. Rules of engagement are echoed in the headset. To my gunner for clarity to verify potential threat. No one person moved with the speed that we needed. At the time, we could not confirm the potential persons responsible for the improvised explosion device. There was roundabout in the middle of the square that we noticed several men occupying as identified by my gunner. We made a hard right to avoid any unnecessary problems. SPC Steenbach and Arkansas Naive gave me a bit of advance that I use in Iraq. Never hesitate on your first instinct. He believes that weakness came from a split second. The time that soldiers don't have in this moment. I could never ask for a better gunner. SPC Rico gave intel in this tough situation. Once we navigate to the grid, we notice the team arrived at the same time we did. The assessment complete confirmed all personnel and equipment 100%. 30 minutes into work something things start to feel off. Heavy equipment moving to support the dig along with Army Excavator Team's member maneuvers to dig around to see what needs to be repaired. Now my gun team experience first and the enemy hatred. As I reviewed a soldier guiding a large dump truck into position the second explosion happened. This one had me exit the vehicle to see if the debris I saw shoot into the air was not him. The timing on when that soldier passed in front of the tire at the exact moment was clear divine intervention. Now because I believe in the supernatural moment, my belief that God ordained an opportunity to show grace and mercy. The tire from the truck disintegrates which made fragments fly into the air to make it look as if the soldier was harmed. The reaction of the teams filled in to provide aid where needed. It alarmed the most seasoned soldier but my perspective it defined their character. This second explosion rattled the locals which prompted the VIP to abandon the mission. We devised a plan for the convoy to eliminate the possibility of my vehicle to comprise the team. It was a tactical move that I explained to my driver and gunner. We would stage last 
in the convey, in the staging process visual and sound confirmation of the third explosion. Remember the vehicle we passed on our first turn? Well, that vehicle was looked at by the USMC Ordnance Team. It was amazing how this bit of information was not in the SIGACT report. The USMC did find that we were in the area and placed us on a 30-minute hold to denotate the threat. We prepared the developed a secure plan to grid all the areas that we considered a threat in the area to by latitude and longitude. It helps with risk management. The continual support of joint operations still happens to this day. The three explosion defines the ability of team and creates situational awareness for 100% focus. The team provides so many successful avenues with the training preparation that the risk factors, while high, does not affect our mission capability. There is no way foreshadowing the three explosions, but given reassurance that no matter the obstacle, it is my belief that honor will be woven into our DNA. Because of our moral code, our team represents respect, integrity, and courage in adhering to principles regardless of circumstances or pressures faced that day. The Calibration United States Marine Corps provides strong moral character with for us in preparing to leave the area. Being honest, fair-minded, brave, sincere, and trustworthy carries along under stress. People may sometimes compromise their honesty, truthfulness, or decency when certain situations come up, but the fear of death helps the heart triumph of evil.